How can you get a home when the bank says no? This podcast is dedicated to the 1 in 10 homeowners denied each year by the banks. Welcome to the pre-approved podcast. In order to understand credit, let's take a high-level view first and drill down from there. So in general, you have three different credit scores. The three different bureaus are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And they each use a different FICO score method to come up with your three-digit number. So that's why you can have different credit scores. And your credit score changes, and they're all going to be different between the three of them, depending on what they're reporting, when they do it. But they should be generally close unless you have a bunch of inaccurate information within them. So if you were to do a soft credit poll, this is typically a way to just get a sneak peek into everything that you have. However, a hard credit poll is going to pull all of your scores at the same time, if, depending on which uh, credit inquiry you're doing, because you can just do an inquiry into one of them. It should lay out all three of your credit scores and then all of the different reporting information from each credit score. So those are that's a general intro into the credit score. And now what makes up? the credit score because there's some different factors. The number one, which accounts for 35% of your FICO score is payment history. So this is the most important thing is just paying things on time that are reported to the credit bureaus, which essentially is is everything. So a mortgage, a credit card, a student loan, a vehicle loan, any judgments or if things are turned over to collections, a phone bill, all of that. So the longer and the more payment histories you have, that's going to impact your credit score either positively or negatively. Number two is the amount owed or sometimes called your credit utilization ratio. And this accounts for 30% of your FICO score. So essentially, if you have a $10,000 credit limit, and if you're using $9,000, you're basically using 90% of it. And most gurus are going to tell you to keep it less than 40%. And the reasoning behind this is if you're using all of your credit each month, even if you are paying it out, the credit bureaus are looking at you and saying, hey, that he doesn't have or she doesn't have a lot of room to play here. And so if you're only using $3,000 a month and paying it off, you have a lot of flexibility in what you potentially owe. Number three, which accounts for 15% of your FICO score is credit history length. So if you've had an account for 20 years versus if you had an account for two years, whether or not you're making payments on that account, it's just how long ago you've created that account and how long you've held it, which is why they oftentimes say, don't get rid of any old accounts that are longer than your average duration of when you add up all of your collections. Because if you close an account from 20 years ago, that could negatively impact your credit history. Additionally, if you open up a bunch of different lines in the and they're only six months, three months, a year old, with time and with proper payments, that will slowly build your history as well. Number four is the credit mix, which is 10% of your FICO score, which is just the different types of loans. In general, there's two major types, the revolving and the installment. 
the revolving would be like a credit card. You have an amount you can use, you can pay it. You don't have to pay a certain amount every month besides maybe a minimum monthly payment. Whereas an installment loan is like a car loan. You're going to pay $500 a month every month until it's paid off. Same thing with a mortgage. So those are the different types. And in general, the credit bureaus like to see that you can handle and manage both of those. And then number five, which is 10%, the last 10% is new credit inquiries. Think about it if um, you had 30 different inquiries in the last three months. Sometimes that shows a red flag for the credit bureaus where they're saying, hey, if you have X amount of inquiries, that means you're looking at a bunch of different options. You're trying to create a bunch of different new lines of credit. And this is the least impactful out of all of them, but it still has, you know, maybe a couple point impact depending on how many that you're doing. So in general, that's why they say just be careful with how many hard credit pulls that you're doing. But just keep in mind that it is the least impactful out of all of them. So now that we've kind of established what goes into it, the different types, how does how do these different accounts hurt your credit score? So the top reasons that you could hurt your credit score is number one, missing a payment. So even 30 days late, and as soon as it shows up on there, that's a, that's going to be a negative impact. Number two is just use, using too much of your credit. Again, staying underneath that 30% overall usage. Applying for a bunch of credit in a short amount of time would be another reason that your credit might be taking a hit. Or just straight up defaulting on accounts where they go into collections, foreclosures, bankruptcies, charge-offs, um, repossession. If you're just generally not uh, making those payments and they're going into collections or defaults, that will significantly impact your credit score as well. So then on the other side, what can you do to improve your credit score? And sometimes this can be a quick fix if it's, in general, it's not a quick fix. It's most of the time it takes a long period of time to get this removed. So as we're looking through this, a lot of people will just, you know, do the first analysis of their credit report to figure out if it's accurate or not. And sometimes just removing inaccuracies can be, I'm going to call it a shorter way of fixing some credit. But in general, the the kind of tried and true is to pay your bills on time, pay down your debt, pay off any outstanding payments that are 30, 60, or 90 days past due. There's the disputing the inaccurate information. If something truly is wrong on there, getting that off and having the furnishers reporting that to the credit bureau so that it just completely comes off, that's a great one. Um, and then limiting the number of new requests you have. Now there's some additional, like I'm going to call them little mini hacks of like reporting your rent payments, becoming a co-borrower on someone else's credit can add to your credit score. So there's some a, a couple different subscription services that allow you to do that. And then lastly, if you just don't have a credit score, what do you do? Because you just, you've never had debt, kind of like a Dave Ramsey you could get a secured credit card and some of these you can actually prepay and then just pay and then just use the balance so you're not actually going into debt there's some different cards that work that way or just becoming an authorized user on someone else's card so this is like the typical when a son or daughter gets added on to their parents account they just become an authorized user it gives them different spending privileges but it also starts reporting and building their credit so hopefully this information was helpful for you. 
the the next piece of this that I'll that I'll spend a few minutes on is how to read your credit report. Okay, so if you're looking at a credit report, it's going to give you a lot of personal information like your social security number, your date of birth, along with your overall credit score, along with some personal information on where you've currently lived, your previous history, along with your employment. So there's a lot of information on here that gets reported to the credit bureaus. Maybe it's from a mortgage application, a credit card. A lot of this information gets reported. And so they have just general personal information along with your credit score when you first take a look at your credit report. Typically, it then gives you a snapshot of your score and the explanation for why the score is that way. Um, In general, it's going to give you the number and list potential derogatory marks of being delinquent, um, things going into collections, your credit limits are too high, um, the loan balances are too high. It may give you just a list of explanations of why your credit score isn't a perfect, you know, 800. And so that's kind of on the first page. Then it'll go into a summary of your different revolving and installment loans. You can see what the balances are, what the credit limit is, what the past due amount is, how many open accounts you have, how many collections you have, if there's anything in the public records. And it should list out every single account, the date that you opened it, the credit amount, your payment amount, and when it started, and if there was any sort of payment pattern on how often you're paying this. And so it'll give you a quick summary of the revolving versus the installment. And then typically it just goes into every single creditor that's on your account and it breaks it down into how often you've been making those payments, what's the status of each one, what the loan type is, if there's any remarks, what the credit amount is, the terms, kind of a lot of the specifics from let's say it's your last one to three years of payments, how many times have you paid 30 days late, 90 days late? Has it all been accounted for? Is there any balance due? Is it a charge off? Has there been a late payment? When was it open? When was it closed? And then what's the current status? And so it'll go through everything from your automobile to your credit cards, the things you might not even remember that you applied for a JCPenney card or other pieces of information. And it'll not only have all of your open accounts, ones that you might make sense, but it'll have all of your closed accounts, anything that you've previously done as well. And so it should be a pretty lengthy list depending on how much credit that you've used all the way from mortgages to student loans to credit cards, medical debt, anything on there, along with a list of all the inquiries that someone has pulled your credit for. So it should say, you know, a list of the 10 to 12 people that have looked at your credit over the last, and in general, they keep it for two years. So with that, hopefully this has been great to just better understanding your credit how, what might impact it negatively, positively. If you do get a free copy of your credit credit report, I know there's a bunch of different softwares, or if you get sent a copy of one of your three major credit reports, you can take a look, have some information, and then there's a lot of different products out there to help guide you along the way to either improving the credit score or building it up over time. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. You can always learn more by reaching out to us at homeequitypartner.com. Have a good day.